This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome back to another episode of the Carefree Black Girl Diaries, where we discuss various topics like pop culture, news, politics, and more. As always, if you're new here, I am Shakira, the host of this podcast, and we welcome you to join our Carefree family by subscribing so you can see and keep up with our latest episodes. And also, if you're already a part of the Carefree family, hey, and thank you for coming back and seeing what we're up to lately. Now, before we get started, I forgot to mention something on our last episode, um, the very first part of PIMP. And two episodes back, I asked the question, is struggle and success directly correlated? Do we actually have to struggle and like reach the lowest of lows before we make it? Or is that just something we're used to seeing in the media? Is that what the media promotes? Um, Just that common underdog story. And in that episode, I asked you all at the end to let me know what you thought. And I want to share what a listener had to say in regards to that episode. Um, her at name is say hey underscore Mrs. McMillan on Instagram. And she said, hey, I just listened to your podcast, The Struggle Equals Success. Um, I loved it. I personally feel as if anything worth having is worth fighting for. But everyone's version of struggle is different. That's true. I don't think a person necessarily has to reach rock bottom for success to be a difficult journey. Everyone's struggle is different. And in my opinion, this is the most important point for people to understand our generation uses comparison to others as validation for self and that is the wrong way of going about it um using the example you provided comparing beyonce and michael jackson they are both incredible performers musicians etc but where michael may have struggled with family issues in childhood and beyonce didn't Beyonce had to struggle with masking the emotional turmoil of a miscarriage for the public eye and Michael didn't. They both have different things had they both had different things happen to them that either helped or hurt their choices regarding what success looked like for them. So thank you, Mrs. McMillan, for allowing me to share that on the podcast episode and I completely agree. Um so that is something that helped me out because she did bring to my attention that everyone's version of struggle is different. So it's not always that you have to be at the rock bottom, you know, that point that everyone talks about that's so low that the only place for you to go is up. So whatever your struggle is, that is indeed pushing you forward towards success. So thank you again for allowing me to share that. Now, I'm bringing you back up to speed. First, if you have not listened to Finding Your Inner Pimp Part 1, you might want to go and do that first. This is a four-part series with two episodes this week and two episodes next week. Now, y'all don't be mad at me, but today is Thursday. And I promised you all that I was going to have this episode up today. So I'm literally recording this Thursday morning. So you all are going to get it, um, the notification for it later on today. But most of you all don't even listen on the first day. It's how you all listen like 
two to three days later but again this is a four-part series so the first one was finding your inner pimp part one this is part two and then we're gonna have the final two pieces of the series next week and it'll just be better for you to listen to them in order so that it doesn't get confusing and you can catch every bit of what we're dishing out here but in the last episode i started with telling you all that finding your inner pimp wasn't actually about pimping you know like not i'm not saying go be a pimp right in this case pimp is an acronym standing for purpose inspiration motivation and passion now each letter has its own episode and in the last episode we talked about purpose what is it and how do we find it so as a quick recap you might remember that we said purpose is the reason we were created um, what we were sent here to do and I said that purpose is directly aligned with those things you're naturally good at But I want to add to that something I didn't think about until later on and that is purpose is also directly related to the things you care about um, The things that tug at your heartstrings and affect your emotions All of that is related to your purpose. So not just your natural talents and gifts And I think the things that you're naturally good at are the vehicles you use to fulfill your purpose so I didn't get into that last time because I thought about it um like a day later and I was sitting at my desk like man that's what that is like I should have said that so I'm bringing it to your attention in this episode so imagine you're in a car you're driving and you're traveling on a highway or just this road with many lanes next to you right and everyone else is in their own cars they're in their own cars traveling in the same direction that you're going but all of you have different destinations the vehicle that you're using is representative of your gifts and your talents now again those things that come natural to you that you can't really explain we talked all about that in the last episode so this is what you use to get to your destination and your destination in this case is your fulfilled purpose this is the road that we're traveling in life this is the road that you should be traveling in life so using me as an example again i told you all in the last episode i'm naturally great at writing and words but what i failed to mention is that my purpose is helping people and you may also recall that I said purpose isn't selfish and all of our gifts are to be used to help someone else along the way. So I'm using writing as my car to get to my purpose of helping people. So whatever way I choose to use those gifts um, when it comes to helping people is solely up to me, just as your methods and ways of using your gifts are solely up to you because God did give us free will. You know, we aren't forced to do anything. So ultimately, life is just all of us traveling along this road, um, trying to make it to our own ends with our own gifts, our own talents, and our own purposes. And I think where people mess up is that they take their eyes off the road and they start looking at other people's car or they start trailing other people's route so they lose sight of their own. And purpose is specific to you and only you. No one else was sent here to do what you were meant to do. And to me, that's the beauty of life, that God created you specifically to accomplish something by yourself like to me that is so beautiful and just like like I don't want to go off on my soapbox but I read a quote and it was saying that you may do something 
and someone else is doing the same thing, but no one can do it the way that you do it, period. Like, remember all of that when it comes to purpose and fulfillment, because today we're talking about inspiration, which is something that's so important. And it's essentially a major factor in this pimp equation that we have because it's a piece of the fuel that keeps us going it keeps our cars moving forward towards our purpose um we have these gifts and talents that we're using as our means to travel but what happens when you run out of fuel you're stuck right but inspiration isn't the only fuel that we need to keep going it's just like a piece of what keeps us moving forward because in the next episode we'll talk about the other piece but for now let's focus on inspiration um let's see how many times have you felt uninspired just think about that i know personally I would feel like this at least three to five times a month. I would just feel drained and like no new ideas were flowing. Like I was just at a standstill between blogging, YouTube, designing things, working, going to school. It's so easy to feel like you're just empty and all out of ideas. And that's natural. No one to me, in my opinion. I don't think anyone is sparked with something new every single day. That's 365 new ideas in one year. So imagine in a lifetime. Um, I just, I can't see that and I don't think that. I believe that there will be days or weeks that you feel like there's a drought in inspiration and that's fine. It really be like that sometimes. But the thing is, you can't stay there in that drought. I always tell you all, it's okay to feel something and allow yourself to feel it fully. But the most important thing is to not stay there. That's where we mess up. A lot of times we get stuck and consumed by our thoughts and our emotions. But in this case, let's just say we've been traveling on the road towards our purpose and that red light comes on the dashboard letting us know we need to fuel up or we'll be walking and that's not good but we say oh i know my car i can make it like how many times have we really said that to ourselves i say that all the time because i let my car the gas like get on ee because i'm like oh i know how much longer i have to go so that's how it is when we're driving on this road towards our purpose so it turns out you don't know your car as well as you thought because now it's starting to ride a little slower. It might start stalling on you. That's how it feels when you're running out of inspiration. So the question is, how do we fill up? And I'm so glad you asked. First things first in feeling inspired is to remember why you started. It's cliche, I know, but trust me. Sometimes we just fall into the routine of things and we forget what the reason was that we even had for starting in the first place. We start doing things out of obligation or familiarity. I have such a hard time saying that word, familiarity. You know what I mean. Um, And we lose the fun of it from when we first started it and it was fresh and it was new. Like when you got a new toy as a kid. So reflecting back on the earlier days of your journey will cause you to reconnect with those initial feelings, why you loved it, or why you felt the need to tackle this task to begin with. But don't force it. 
leave it alone for a week or two or however long you need as long as it's not too long and then gradually ease back into it i feel like the inspiration will be sparked because you've given yourself time away from whatever that thing is um and by the way this applies to inspiration with anything whatever it is that you do it applies now after you've reflected and reconnected with what your reason was for starting you have to get out and live living is one of the greatest sources of inspiration that you can ever acquire um the best way to be inspired is to just do stuff being cooped up in your apartment or in your house following the same routine day in day out is the main killer of inspiration Remember that episode of Spongebob and it was um, Squidward and he was like in the car on his way to work in traffic, practicing the clarinet, going to sleep over and over again. That is what our life can feel like if we get stuck in routines and there is no room for inspiration to grow when we're in those spaces of routine and things just being so familiar to us. And that's what we tend to do with life. And I'm guilty of it. Every weekday, I'm going to work. I'm picking people up. And then I'm going home. And when I have some free time on the weekend, I try to do different things. Whether it's going to a record store, sitting out at a park, people watching or being somewhere watching the clouds. Like anything. So I don't get too familiar with something that it starts to feel too normal to me. I won't even go to the same coffee shop too many times because of fear that I'll lose why I enjoy going to that coffee shop to begin with. So snap out of the routine, go do some things that are outside of your regular habits, go see a movie at 10 a.m., check your community listings online or pick up a local newspaper and look at the community section and see what free classes they're offering. Like I know where I live, they have a, um, what's the name of those classes improv they have like an improv class that i want to attend i've never done improv before but that will throw me outside of things that i'm just used to so i suggest doing that um go to a class even if you aren't interested in it because it's still new and fresh to you you'll see different things meet different people and all of those things can be sources of inspiration so you've done all that You've gotten reconnected to your reason. You stepped outside of the routine. But what if you still feel like you aren't inspired? Well, I have something else for you. And it might be something you aren't really hip to doing or trying. But try to keep an open mind. Give yourself a phone break. A phone vacation. That's right. Put the phones down for a few hours during the day because I know it might not be easy to go cold turkey. Just stop everything completely. Um, One thing I did when I felt uninspired was not go on social media before noon. And I did this for about two to two and a half months. I would wake up, meditate and pray. You know, you can do you can adjust to things that you do. But I would meditate and pray. And when I was doing this, I was in school, so I would get dressed, eat, handle whatever it was I needed to get done, head to school. And at first it was hard because when you wake up, the first thing you want to do naturally is look at your phone, check your notifications, check your different social media apps, 
Um, and it took me about two weeks to snap out of this to a point where it was no longer natural for me to pick up the phone first thing in the morning. And the thing is, you really don't realize how much something is unhealthy until you get away from that habit. And the longer it took with me um, going through this like break from social media before noon, it was just like the easier it got. So at first I would wake up, I would want to check it like, oh man, I want to just like, just look at Snapchat or just look at Twitter or just look at Instagram really quickly. But I forced myself not to. And so over the course of days, like it will be 1155 and I would just be counting down the seconds until noon. And as soon as noon hit, I would be opening up my social media apps and checking them and checking them. But about two weeks into it, um, I would just find myself more preoccupied with other things to the fact that it would be 1230 and I would look at my phone like, oh, it's 1230, you know, now I can go on my social media apps. And then before you know it, it was one and it was two. And the longer time passes, the more you feel like you don't have to be consumed with these apps and having to check them so many times throughout the day. And I feel like this is so important because half of the thoughts that we think aren't even our own thoughts. Like we consume so many thoughts and ideas from other people we follow. So there's a fine line between how we really feel about something and how other people feel. And it begins to kind of blur without us realizing it because we're on social media so much. So spending time away from that will allow you to reconnect with yourself, allow you to hear your own voice clearer and thus find inspiration and after all of this you can do small things that light your inspiration up again you can watch ted talks you can go to a conference about something that you're passionate about um side note i do recommend the summit 21 conference for any black woman to attend at least once in her life because it is so amazing um, you can write in a journal, you can make lists of things that you're grateful for, or just random thoughts. You can write a letter to your older self, seal it, and don't open it until whatever you know year you write on the envelope. All of these things. If you're able to be around children, children are a great source of inspiration because they're just so pure and genuine. Um, you can turn on your favorite song and turn it up loud. I mean, like loud enough to disturb your neighbors and just dance it out. Exercise is also a great way to find inspiration because it gets your blood pumping and your thoughts flowing. So all of these are options. And also, when I mentioned the um, TED Talks, you can listen to TED Talks. There is a TED Talk. I don't remember the lady's name that did it, but it was about genius. I found it, y'all. It is Your Elusive Creative Genius, and her name is Elizabeth Gilbert. Um, I This is my favorite TED Talk. I love this TED Talk just because it removes the person out of feeling responsible for being this, like, genius and creator of ideas so if you're like a creative person i highly suggest even if you aren't a creative person i do suggest that you go and give that ted talk a listen it is so good it's so good just trust me and if you do give it a listen let me know you know tweet me or dm us 
at Carefree Black Girl Diaries on Instagram and let me know what you thought about it. Um, but I guarantee once you've exhausted all of these things, all of these tips and tricks about finding inspiration, I feel like it will start to creep back on you. And once you feel inspired by something, see it through. Don't let an idea or a project come into your mind and let it pass you. Do not wait too long. Write it down. Make it happen because I am rooting for you. And that is all that we have for this week, Carefree Family. We talked about finding your inner purpose and inspiration. And next week, we'll finish the other two letters of PIMP, which is motivation and passion. Um, and if you have a friend that needs to hear any of this, don't be selfish because we are not selfish over here. Send them on over so we can all grow together because that is real friendship. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram at Carefree Black Girl Diaries. We hang loose over there every day. I mean, every day we are over there. So stop by, holla at us. And as always, stay black and carefree. And we'll see you next time in the next episode of the Carefree Black Girl Diaries. Bye, guys.